0: Rise and shine, rise and shine. Good morning to you, and welcome to Key Powerments. I'm Dr. K, and these are key moments to empower your life with Christ. I am traveling this morning, but I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Let me know if you can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me, okay? I'm so, so excited to be here on this wonderful, wonderful morning. Good morning to every last one of you. It is a brand new day, and God has allowed us to come together once again. Good morning to my husband. I know that he is listening from wherever he is. Good morning to you, my dear. Good morning to our key team, and thank you so much for all that you do. I'm so grateful for every last one of you. Good morning. Our international family is chiming in. Good morning, Liz. Good morning to you, and thanks for letting me know that you can hear me. Let's see those keys, and let's see those hearts. Let's see those keys, and let's see those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. Those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and there is nothing that anyone can do about it. I'm just, again, elated to be here. Listen, do me a favor and um, just grab someone and just tell them that you love them. I don't care whoever it is. Um, you don't have to know them personally, personally, Because, you know, the Bible clearly says that we are not to know any man by the flesh, but by the spirit. And so grab someone and tell them that you love them. And then after you do that, let's say the name Jesus all up and down the timeline as we go into a word of prayer. His name is Jesus, for at his name every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that our God he is Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on this wonderful morning. We glorify you. We glorify you. We bless your holy name. We know that there is no God but you. There is no God like you, and there could never be another God. God, you just, let me just stop and pause right here, because I <laughs> you're just absolutely amazing. Let me just say that right here. You're, you're absolutely, just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. We glorify you and we bless your holy name. Bless these, your people that you have led here by your spirit. Allow the word of God to minister to their spirit. Holy Spirit of God, speak. Holy Spirit of God, move. Holy Spirit of God, lead and guide. In Jesus' wonderful, wonderful name, amen and amen. So, I see you guys grabbing people telling them that you love them. Absolutely, totally love that. So, let's go to, um, to Genesis, the 50th chapter, because... There's a there's a lot here that um, the spirit of the Lord God was ministering to me on this morning. And then we're going to go into what he desires for me to say on this morning. You know, this is the season where you. God, God is requiring us to. Hear soberly, walk soberly, soberly and execute soberly and having a sober mind in this season is going to take you blocking out everything that has the ability to distract you from hearing the voice of God and from seeing his steps that he's ordered for you it's going to take you to absolutely focus soberness Because there's so many distractions that are going on right now until you cannot afford to miss God. And I'm just being honest. Um, The distractions that are going on right now are a setup from the enemy to try to cause you to lose focus. Let me just say that before I go any further because I felt led to say that in my spirit. You must be focused in this season. Um, and, and, and you cannot, and I don't know who the spirit of the Lord got, um, because there are a lot of people here on this Facebook live audio broadcast don't, and and I hear this so clearly in my spirit, if God has not allowed you to come and be in, if, if it's almost like you are, uh, alone, you're not isolated, you're separated and, and you can't allow you feeling lonely to become a distraction to what it is that the spirit of the Lord God desires to impart into your spirit. Let me just say that you you can't allow, you can't allow that to become a distraction and the enemy would use that divine separation for impartation uh, as a distraction to your destiny. And so let me just say that right off the back, because I just felt led to say that by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Go with me to Genesis, the 37th chapter. Genesis, the 37th chapter. And uh, we're going to be reading a lengthy portion of scripture on this morning because the Holy Spirit of God asked me to do that. So he led me to do this. So I'm going to do this. Typically, what the Holy Spirit of God <clears throat> leads me to do this <clears throat> I know why, but he, you know, he's just who he is, right? I'm going to be reading from the Kings, from the NIV today. And I'm going to be reading Genesis, the 37th chapter. I'm going to be starting from the 12th verse. And I believe I'm going to be reading all the way down to the 26th verse. It says here, we're talking about Joseph now. We're talking about Joseph and we're talking about his brothers. And in the context of this, of these scriptures that I'm reading, it is Joseph being sold by his brothers, okay? So you want to make note of this. It says, Now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, we know who Israel is. Israel, his, his name was Jacob, but God changed his name to Israel. Israel said to Joseph, as you know, your brothers are gazing the flocks near Shechem. Come, I am going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. So he said to them, go and see all if all is well with your brothers. He said to them, go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks, and bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the field and asked him, what are you looking for? And he replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flock? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in the distance. And before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Good God from glory today. Before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Here comes that dreamer. They said to each other, come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into the cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornament robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty and there was no water in it. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. You know, the Lord began to, and the Holy Spirit of God began to minister to me this morning. I'm going to try to do my best to get all that he has released into my spirit out in the time that he has allowed us to come together. And I'm sure that he is going to make it work. You have to understand something about who you are and who God has created you to be. You have within you great purpose. I need for someone to type down the word purpose in the chat line. And if you don't know that you have been created for purpose, then everything that's done to you, you will take per personally. You have to understand that because you belong to God, everything that happens in your life, and I know you might not like this, it has been done on purpose, for purpose. When we look up this word purpose, it means the reason for which something is uh, done or created or for which something exists, especially for an or a desired result. God himself desires that his creation worship him, that his creation praise him, although we were created to worship and praise the Lord, all of us don't do this. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. All of us, we don't execute why God has created us. And when we don't understand why God has created us, and we don't know why God has created us, we will then allow life to dictate to us how we should praise God, how God is moving in our life, where God is taking us. We, we were created to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Uh, through the renewing of our mind, our lives will be transformed into. Jesus Christ. And that's what I love about God, because God then says, I have now created them for purpose. I've created them on purpose, for purpose, and when they do what they've been created to do, then purpose will manifest out of them. My true purpose will manifest out of them. Uh, say My case in study here is Joseph and his brothers. You know, Joseph was created for a purpose. And, and although Joseph had these gifts that he didn't even ask for, God gave them to Joseph and God gave it to Joseph because you have to understand that gifts and callings are without repentance. And when you know who you are in God and you know that God has released gifts into your life, you will begin to discover that you will create people around you that really don't like you. And, and see, you didn't ask to be who you are in God. You didn't ask to be anointed. You didn't ask for God to use you. You didn't ask for, for the things that God has given you. He gave them to you on purpose, for purpose. You know, Joseph, his brothers were jealous of him. They were jealous of him because of the gift that God had given him, one, and then two, it looked like He was his father's favorite. And of course, we understand that he was the youngest child of Rachel and... um and Jacob. We understand all of that. We understand all of that uh, outside of Benjamin, because when Joseph left, then Benjamin came. But we understand at that case, that time that, that Joseph was the youngest brother. He had favor with his father, and his father took the time to create him a coat of many colors, which is a whole other topic within itself. You have to understand the versatility of your mantle that God has given you. The many colors in Joseph's coat recognize, and it represents royalty. It really recognize and recognize, and it is represented and symbolic of the anointing. And sometimes we, we outweigh our, watch this and y'all gonna be all right, we get comfortable in the mantle that God has given us. And so he's got to create a situation on purpose for a purpose to rip off the mantle that you became comfortable in wearing so that he can drape you with another mantle. But that's another topic within itself. Joseph's brothers began to get jealous of him because Joseph had a dream and Joseph wasn't mature enough to understand not to release something before time. And in doing so, he then created some enemies in his brothers, not only were they jealous of him, it's like, man, this man, he's got it all, this dude's got it all. he's got a coat of many colors, he's the favorite of the father he's a he you know he can interpret he's got all these things going for him and it looked like we don't have uh anything but but what amazes me about this particular group of brothers is that when Joseph began to tell them his dream they then interpreted his dream and and their jealousy didn't allow them to see that they themselves had the ability to tap into a realm that they didn't even know they were tapping into. You you have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, a a, a jealousy in a person can blind them to the greatness of who they are. Uh, They will become blinded and not understand that God has also called them according to To his purpose. You know, Joseph's brother was so jealous that they plotted to kill him. And what they did was, even before he came to them, they plotted his demise. What they did was done on purpose. What persons and what people did to you was really done on purpose because they were really jealous of you. (laughs) Y'all going to be all right in just a minute. It doesn't care who it is. It could be your friend. It could be a coworker. It could be your family member. It could be somebody in the church. Uh, You have to understand that because you are who you are in God and you've allowed the Lord to use you for his glory and you've tapped into who you are in God. Now, Now, granted, you might not have been mature or you're not as mature as God would allow you or like you to be at this particular moment. You still have tapped into something that somebody else hasn't tapped into. And, and the favor on your life has been exuding out of your spirit because now you've embraced your position. In God in heaven today, I'm trying not to preach this more and slow your road, Kenya. You have to understand, that this what was done to you to try to destroy you was done on purpose. Uh The enemy recognized the glory of God and the favor of God on your life. He recognized that you were anointed. He recognized that God has given you gifts. He recognized the mantle upon your life, and he then sent people in your life, used them as his agents to try and destroy you. Uh, One thing I love about the... uh, about uh, what purpose is in in our lives, is that uh, what the enemy now has used people to do in our lives, when we begin to tap into who we are in God and embrace who we are in God, what happens is God then takes it and makes it work for the good. You must understand that as these brothers begin to throw Joseph in the cistern, What looked like was designed to destroy him was really uh, a divine step ordered by the Lord to elevate him. You have to understand, you got to go down to go up, God. And his brothers, they put him in a cistern. In other words, they lowered him in a place where it looked like there was no life. And when you are in a position that looks like there's no life, life is before you. You just entered into a divine elevation, but you don't know it because you have to go through the process, oh God, for greatness to come out of you. And so you have to understand that people that the enemy has used for his glory, what they have done is they plotted against you and they hurt you on purpose. They broke your heart on purpose. They talked about you on purpose. They betrayed you on purpose. They ha- they did everything that they desired to do to you on purpose purpose. Even though it did not feel good, it was done on purpose. And guess what? Can I I tell you something? God allowed it to happen on purpose for purpose. Somebody say for purpose, (laughs) for purpose. Watch this now. You have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, there was a process that Joseph had to go through with in order for him to manifest for purpose. See, you have to understand that when something is done on purpose, for the purpose that it has been done is about to manifest and you've entered into a process. You have to understand something by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. And that the process that you were in in the early part of 2024, and this little part right here, that you don't understand. What has been said your way to destroy you. I don't care whatever it is. It could be whatever. Whatever has plotted against you to cause you to feel like there is no life around you. Whatever the enemy has set up for your life. Whatever weapon that has been formed in your life. Watch this now. You're not going to like this. Has been done on purpose for purpose. Watch what the Bible says here. The Bible says here, and that's in Romans, the 37th chapter and the 23rd and 24th verse. It, it begins to tell you how the steps of a what, good man are ordered by the Lord. Watch this. And then God then begins to delight in his ways. Read it for yourself. This You got to believe this thing. The steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. And then what? God then delights in his ways. While you're crying, God is delighting God. While you yourself are crying about where it is that you didn't ask to be, that it looked like somebody else put you in, you must understand something. That The Bible says that all things work together for the good, for those that love the Lord and are, are called according to his purpose. What is his purpose? His purpose is that your steps have been ordered by the Lord and he delighted in all of the ways that he's ordered for you as you begin to embrace it. Watch this now. Psalm 57 says, I cried out to God, the most high God who fulfilled. Fills his purpose for me, God himself. So God is saying, I need for you to embrace the place where you didn't ask to be because you're there on purpose for purpose. You didn't ask for the favor. You didn't ask for the mantle. You didn't ask for the gift. You did not ask to have the life that you had. In fact, you didn't even ask to be in a place where you didn't want to be that doesn't look like God is not there because the Bible clearly says that when his brothers put him in the cistern, There was no what? Water. And water represents the word. You gotta understand. You gotta be okay, Lord have mercy. When you don't get a prophetic word, you gotta be okay. You've got to understand that the place where you are in, the word represents life. Lord have mercy. And because his brothers put him in a cistern where there was no water, no word, no life, where you are, where it feels like there is no life in your life, there's about To be elevation. Watch this by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, These Ishmaelites begin to uh, rise Joseph out of the place. They took him uh, to Egypt. Hear me. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. They took him into Egypt. Now this place where uh, Joseph was. Was a door that was open for everyone. Who was an Israelite or the elect to go into. All of people being in Egypt started with Joseph. Now you must understand something. uh, That by the time uh, Joseph's brothers. uh, to to uh, come into the presence of Joseph. They did not even recognize him. See, when God gets through with you, with what was done on purpose for purpose, you're going to be unrecognizable. People are not going to recognize you. You're going to be, they're going to be standing right in front of you. But because you allowed God to take what they did on purpose, to use for his purpose, he's getting ready to transform your whole identity. He's getting ready to transform your whole character. He's getting ready to transform you. Into... Somebody who's unrecognizable. They're going to be looking at you saying, wait a minute. I tried to destroy them, but it did not work. I tried to kill them, but it did not work. I tried uh, to snatch away from them their mantle, but there's another mantle that's been released. You have to understand, even when Joseph was in the palace, God, um, uh, uh, Pharaoh's wife, you know, Potiphar's wife, she stripped him of his ra- God, you gotta understand the stripping uh, and when people uh, begin to uh, touch your mantle there is a particular place where God is saying every time they try to strip you I'm gonna grace you with a greater mantle you gotta hear me because Joseph began to take on many mantles and whatever they tried to rip off of him God gave him something greater uh, his brothers took the coat and God then gave him another mantle in the palace and then Pilate's Potiphar, wife She touched his mantle and then God gave him a greater mantle. He was second in control. You got to hear me about the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. I'm trying not to preach today. What has been done on purpose has great purpose for your life. See, while you are crying over what people are doing to you, you must understand that the Bible says that the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. Watch this. I want to, Go, go. I want to go here right quick. Let's read what the Bible says here because you have to understand what the Bible says. And if we go to uh, Genesis, the 50th chapter, let's go there right quick. Let's go to Genesis, the 50th chapter, because I absolutely love this. I I absolutely love this. Genesis, the 50th chapter and the 19th verse. I'm reading from the NIV. I want you to read it in your own time because this is absolutely phenomenal. you got to get this mentality. You've got to get this in your spirit and if you don't get this in your spirit you're going to allow the enemy to steal the moment where God ordered you for purpose on purpose to process you watch this, it says here but Joseph said unto them his brothers, he said unto them after they begin to uh, bury their, after they buried their father and then what happens is they all came together Joseph said to his brothers because they were upset, watch this now, and they were upset because and they feared because Jacob was dead and Jacob had went on and they buried him in a tomb and they buried in a plot where Abraham had purchased. That's another topic within itself. And when they all came together, what happened was his brothers were afraid because Jacob was no longer there. And he feared and they feared their life because they thought, watch this, they thought the favor that they had with Joseph was because of Jacob. And Jacob had left and they didn't have who they thought favor was coming to. God! Hit so they then said unto Joseph, they said, Joseph said, listen, I don't want you to be afraid. Watch what Joseph said. Am I in the place of God? <laughs> God, am I in the place of God? God. In other words, Joseph was saying, don't be afraid because I'm right where God wants me to be. Uh, You cannot be afraid of being where you are because if you believe Psalm 37 that says the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord, Are you not in the place where God desires you to be? Oh, look. Here is what Joseph then began to say You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. Watch this to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Now, I know that we have a saying in the word of in the, in the church that says, What the enemy has meant for evil, God turns it for the good. I stopped by to let you know that God does not turn anything. <laughs> That, so you got to get this in your spirit. Let's read it from another. Let's read it from another version. Because I need you to understand what I'm getting ready to tell you. Or what I'm getting ready to tell you right now. And I'm getting ready to tell you right now. Because the spirit of God is getting ready to debunk some stuff. Watch this. And Joseph said unto them. I'm reading from thee now. From the King James Version of the Bible. And Joseph said unto them. Fear not. For am I in the place of God? Lord Jesus. This is going to be so prophetic. Fear not. For am I in the place of God? Watch this, verse 20. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Watch this. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. God does not turn Anything that the enemy does. He only means it for good. And when you get this in your spirit, you will be able to embrace the place where it says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Why? Because the weapon might form, but it has been a weapon that has been formed, that's been purposeful for purpose. It has been formed and it will not prosper. Why? Because God meant that weapon to prove to me and to the enemy that it will not prosper. You have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God that God does not turn, He just means it for the good. And when you get this in your spirit, you will understand that the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. And when you begin to praise God continuously, see, if you understand that you were created to praise God, what looks like and where it looks like you are not able to praise God in the place where you are in a cistern, where you are in a cistern. When you do whatever you were created to do in your cistern season, you have to understand that you've been beginning You begin to provoke the hand of God. You must understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. The Bible says in Philippians, the fourth chapter, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter and the 31st verse, it tells you whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever you do, do it all unto the glory of God. I might not like where I am and somebody might have put me there, but now I'm going to rejoice because I understand. Understand that the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. I understand that what the enemy has meant for evil for my life, what God intends, God, he what intends for the good. There is a desired result that God is looking for you to accomplish in a place where someone has put you that you did not ask to be in. This thing that they had purposed and plotted against you has been... Uh, Uh, has been uh, intended to process you into a greater realm of glory. You have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, it was done on purpose for purpose. Now, I want you to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, as we begin to wrap up this key power, you must understand what purpose is. And if you see, purpose has you in it. Purpose has you in it, Lord. Have mercy, and, and watch this. and And you must understand that what God is doing in your life is He's setting you up for greatness. But if you don't understand and, and you look at the place where you are and see there was nobody in that cistern with Joseph but God, and there was nobody in that cistern but Joseph and God. God already knew that Joseph was going to be there, and. Why did God place Joseph there? He placed Joseph there. Watch this and you're going to be all right. He placed Joseph there because he chose Joseph for a greater work. And when God chooses you for a greater work, he's going to allow you to go through a process to mature you to wear a greater mantle. God's got to position you. What God has got to do is when it looks like everything is going against you, God himself is saying it might look like with your natural eyes that things are going against you. But in the realm of the spirit, I'm trying to get you to where I've ordained you to be, where you can't see. There is a place in the spirit where God says, I know you're expected in (laughs) I know you're expected in. And because I know you're expected in, I know the path that you have to take. And so what I need to do is I need to allow, watch this, I need to allow you to go through a process, but will you submit to the purpose? Will you really submit to the place where you are and believe that God has ordered you do there and do what Philippians 4 and 4 said? Again, I say what? rejoice and again I say 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 rejoice I will bless the Lord at all times what his praises shall what continuously be in my mouth my soul will make her boast in the Lord hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God what was done in your life on purpose by those who thought they were trying to destroy you was really done for purpose You got to get this in your spirit. I want to read this one more time because the Holy Ghost. See, if you don't get this in your spirit, you'll complain in your sister. (laughs) Okay, let's read it again. Verse 19 of chapter 50 of Genesis. Let's read this one more time because the Holy Ghost needs you to get this in your spirit. Because when people set up your demise and they set up to destroy you, you will then not understand that it was done on purpose for purpose to process you. And if you don't understand this, you'll complain and try to retaliate when you're not supposed to. You will pay attention to what was meant to destroy you. <laughs> Watch this. It says here in verse 19 of chapter 50. Let's read it one more time in the King James Version of the Bible. You will read it. I don't see where it said that God turned it. I don't see that. You got to get this in your spirit. Watch this. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, <laughs> for am I in a place of God? In other words, I'm not worried about where I am right now. You're afraid now because now you understand that what you tried to do didn't work. And so you tried to kill me and you tried to destroy me. Now you see me in a way that you never thought you would see me. See, what you thought was going to destroy me really elevated me. I'm not, watch it. Am I not in the place of God? Watch this now. But as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant, Lord have mercy, not turned, meant. Y'all going to get this in, this in a minute. Y'all going to get this in your spirit in a minute. And God meant. See, there is a difference here. It, when, when you understand the difference between meant and turned, you will give God glory in your cistern. And when you understand the definite, when you understand how important that word is, because watch this. If I'm in position, this is going to be so good. If I'm in position to turn, turn means I can go in either direction. I can turn to the side. I can turn to another side. I can turn around and go back if I want to. Because now what happens is I have the ability to turn. Lord have mercy. I have the ability to turn, which means that I have the ability To become indecisive. Because now I'm trying to make a decision on which way, which direction to go in. So now I need to turn. So when we say what the enemy has meant for evil, God... Turned it for the good. Mm -mm, No. There is no other direction but forward. There there is no direction. There There is no other consideration but moving forward with God. Because God doesn't turn what the enemy has done. He meant it. See, what was done on purpose was for purpose. Let's read the scripture. Watch this. Let's read the scripture. It says, But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good which means that when I say there is no weapon that is formed against me that shall prosper You forming the weapon is not giving me an option on which direction to go because I'm so focused on praise that you can't even turn me the opposite way. I understand that what you did is something that God meant for good, but you don't know it. You think your your weapon has prospered in my life because now it don't look like I'm turning in your direction. But the only way I'm going is forward because my steps have been ordered by the Lord because God meant it for good. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to get this. Y'all are going to get this in the, in a minute. God does not turn anything because God does not need anything that the devil has. Oh God, he, he does not need anything that the enemy has. So God does not, God does not give what the enemy has done an option. He doesn't give it a choice. He don't do that. We do. He doesn't give what the enemy does an option. He doesn't give the enemy a chance to turn anything. He doesn't give the enemy a chance to do that. This is why Joseph said, what you meant for evil, God meant it for good. (laughs) To bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. When you understand that what has been done on purpose was purposeful for your destiny, you won't complain and cry in your sisterhood because you must understand that even though the Ishmaelites, uh, they rose Joseph out of the place where there was no life. Anytime there was a raising of any position or from a position, Spiritually, it means that there is a place of elevation and the elevation is released in different realms. so, So you have to understand the process of elevation. You must understand, you can be elevated but bound. Oh, Jesus, you can be elevated but bound and liberated. Oh, God, you can. And, and so, be, uh, why, why am I saying this? Because Joseph was lowered down, but he was bound but lifted up. And so, when you understand the process of elevation and the steps of elevation, you won't cry where it feels like you're in a cistern because you must understand the process of purpose to be fulfilled. In your life. And when you don't understand that, then what will happen is you will grasp a lack of knowledge. And God said that his people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. And because you don't understand the process of purpose and the preparation of greatness, you will then allow your position to cause you to murmur and complain. And this is the season where God has said, I need you to understand that where you are, I have allowed this to order you in a place where you don't even know You're headed towards greatness. (laughs) Hashtag 21. Hashtag 21. Consistency in any area develops strength. Romans 8 and 28. In the context of scripture. From 18 to 38. Let's go there right quick. Because the Holy Ghost needs me to read this. And he dropped this in my spirit that quickly. 8 and 28. It says, watch this, oh God, help me, watch this, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to what? His purpose, not your purpose, and when you don't understand that everything that you are going through works together for the good because you've been called according to His purpose. You will put your purpose in it and become disappointed. If you ever want to be disappointed and dismayed and discouraged about your life, define it with your own understanding, with your own purpose. And you will become discouraged because what God has for you and what he's predestined for you is greater than the defining moments of your own understanding. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. If you ever want to allow the thief to operate in your atmosphere, define your life by your own purpose, and you will become discouraged because now it's not going to look like what you want it to look like, and it's not going to turn out the way you want it to be turned out when clearly my life has been preordained and destined for greatness, Because the carnal mind can't understand the things of the spirit. They are enmity one to another. And what the enemy has meant for evil, God meant it unto good. Are you not in the place where God desires for you to be? Take your expectations and your definition of your purpose off and begin to do what the scripture says. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continuously be in my mouth. My soul will make her boast in the Lord if you ever want to confuse the enemy. Begin to praise him and take your definition and your expectancy of your own purpose off of your life and begin to quote the scripture and do what you were created to do. Why in the world are we not operating in a place where God has... The rocks will cry out on our stead if we don't do what we've been created to do. God himself has specifically placed in you a direction that looks like it's not a direction. He gave you the ability to operate in a creative realm that begins to open up a pathway to purpose. What is that? Praise is what you do. Praise begins to break up the ground, and begins to place you on a creative path. God, it begins to do this. Because if you were created to praise him, that means that if I've been created to praise him, when I praise him, I create. Oh God in everything, You have to tap into this in the realm of the spirit. So what was done on purpose in your life was done for purpose in your life to process you into purpose, hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. You must understand that what God is doing in your life, God Himself is making it work for the good. You you have you have to understand <laughs> that when you begin to read in Genesis the 50th chapter, <laughs> Joseph is beginning to say, "I ain't got no grudge against you." I I, I don't have no grudge against what you did to me. I hold no grudge against you because you thought it was for one thing. Why should I hold a grudge against you? Do you see where I am right now in God? (laughs) I I, I can't be upset with you and I hold no grudge with you because I'm at a greater place because you thought your weapon was going to destroy me. Thank you. I appreciate you. You didn't even know that you were being used by the enemy. And you thought you were going to destroy me. Thank you for allowing God to take what you meant for evil to produce a greater realm of glory for himself in my life. (laughs) Hashtag 21. Hashtag 21. Consistency in any area develops strength. You are consistent in understanding that what has been done on purpose see if it's been done on purpose there has been a plotting against you it just didn't happen <laughs> there was a process of time for plotting it was done for it was done on purpose there was something already in the atmosphere to destroy you it was already in the atmosphere and what has been done on purpose you cannot hold it personally but purposefully, you cannot begin to allow the enemy to use the weapon that he's formed against your destiny. You cannot. Because once you understand that what has meant, what the enemy has meant for evil, God means for the good. You will begin to praise him and let the enemy know that there is no turning. I'm moving forward. I am not even thinking about it. There's no option. I'm moving forward into my purpose and into your purpose. You will be strong. You will be strong if you do this with consistency. You will be strong in the power of the might of God. This is why the Bible says, acknowledge God in all of your ways and he will direct your path. Why did he say that? Because when you begin to acknowledge God in all of your ways, he will then direct your path. You are causing the Lord and you are putting him and allowing God to interrupt the plan of the enemy in your life because now you are acknowledging him and what happens is is we don't take the time to acknowledge God where we are because now we've defined it with our carnal mind and because we've defined it by our carnal understanding not our spiritual understanding we don't acknowledge God in a place where it looks like he's not and we he can't direct our path this is why the Bible says acknowledge him in all of your ways and then he shall direct your path because now I'm giving you the right of way Holy Spirit of God to lead Lead me where I can't lead myself. I am now placing you in a place. I now am allowing you to lead me out of the cistern because now I'm acknowledging you in this place. I'm so excited about what God has done. It was done on purpose. That which was done to you was done on purpose. You might not have liked it and you might not have liked the outcome of it, But you must understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God that all things work together, Joseph, to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, not yours. Joseph, it worked for his purpose. And you are entering into one of the greatest places in your life that you didn't even know you were going to be in. Remember now, Joseph did not know that he was going to be second in command. (laughs) All he knew was what was happening in his life. He had a dream, but didn't know how the dream was going to unfold. He didn't even know That he was going to be in that place. All he saw were the she's bowing down to him. He didn't know what God was going to do. God gave him a glimpse. This is why we see in part. We prophesy in part. And we know in part. (laughs) Ha ha! I love God for this. Listen. If you're sowing your seed today. You're sowing your seed today. And if you desire. To name your seed. See you have to name your seed. Because you know your need. Michelle is going to put that way up. And Stephanie, I want to say thank you for putting everything together. If you need a recap of what's been said, go find Stephanie McAllister's note. And she sums everything up so wonderfully well. Michelle and 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 thank you for always putting up the scriptures for people to read. If you're sowing your seed today, name your seed because you know your need. And some of you need to name your seed. There are many things that some of you need to name your seed based upon your cistern environment. <laughs> God! Lord, have mercy. As some of you, and I hear little things in my spirit that the Lord is calling me because everybody is not in the same situation. Lord, have mercy on my soul today. Everybody's cistern encounter is not the same. And some of you need to name your seed purpose on purpose. Some of you need to name your seed no weapon. Some of you need to name your seed elevation. Some of you need to name your seed. Name your seed because you know your need. I am naming my seed purpose. Some of you need to name your seed my steps. And then as you begin to name your seed, listen to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God absolutely speak your seed into the atmosphere. What are you talking about, Dr. K? You must understand the power of the seed in your words. Listen to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Words are seeds. Lord Jesus, on my soul. Day. Words are are seeds that become fruit. So as you begin to sow your seed, because your atmosphere has been tilled and fertilized, this is why I believe God has allowed these key power moments to come into fruition, because you don't see anything, you hear. And the words ring in the atmosphere and begins to fertilize, the atmosphere. It is time for you to operate in the realm of the spirit. Just don't sow your seed. Speak your seed into the atmosphere. And as you are doing this, you're allowing the atmosphere to know that you understand prophetic, the prophetic nature of God. I need for someone to say God is prophetic. Say God is prophetic. What was done to you was done on purpose. Father, we thank you now for your glory. We thank you for speaking to your people. We thank you now, Holy Spirit of God, for leading and guiding us. We thank you for a greater understanding of what's going on in our life. We glorify you and we bless your holy name. Thank you now for what you are doing. God, we say, have your way and continue to have your way. I thank you, Toshiba, for your seed, and I like what you named it. You named it, for I now see in the realm of the Spirit. That's powerful. Lord, we thank you now for every seed that is coming forth. We thank you now for every seed that's being planted. We thank you now for opening up the eyes and enlightening the hearts of your people. Thank you now, God, that we now have an understanding of what it is that we must do and where we are. So because we have an understanding We glorify you and we bless your holy name. We come against every spirit of retaliation that tries to retaliate and steal the impartation of the seed of the word that's been planted in the grounds of the spirit of your people. Lord, we glorify you and we thank you. Above measure, God, we walk in the measure of faith and we allow that measure to manifest the way you are processing it to manifest. God, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name, amen. Listen, I want you to have a blessed day. Receive a blessed day to have a blessed day because you cannot have what you do not receive. Remember, you cannot have what you do not receive. Until Wednesday morning at 5.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.